All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I hate to break the fishing news up here, Amchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in episode 165 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Uremchuk, and uh, the whole gang is here today. Bagged Milk, Chalmers, Jay, Wanye, all on via FaceTime. Everyone got their Apple headphones in as well, so it's uh, it's looking good, boys. I- I'm liking this so far. I'm just I'm happy to see all of you guys. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to get to see faces other than my wife and my two kids. <laughs> That virtual break, we're all thirsty <laughs> yeah. for. Chalmers, do you want to do a game where every time we mention coronavirus, you have to strip? <laughs> yeah, well, I like your idea. Like, I don't think we should be kicked right out because it could be damn near impossible. We could all get kicked. Take out your game. shirt off. Yeah, we yeah. can take our shirts off, and nobody will really know. Mm-hmm. I'll see, but I'll know. Uh huh. I kind of wish I had uh, the power they do on that one sports talk show where I could go and mute your guys' mics. Oh, I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, around the horn. That I, I wish sweet. I could run it like that. <laughs> well, that could be how it how it how we get points for all the good points yeah. we make, and then we get to say our own thing at the end. That's their they, – yeah, they got a good show. I like that show. Uh, Are you in bed, Jay? I, well, because I, where, where I was sitting, the sound off the hardwood was like <laughs> – created an echo, so I moved it I'm in bed. <laughs> Your house is so not set up for this kind of stuff. Oh, it is not. But um, maybe we can jump right into it and uh, uh, talk about the re- re- recent purchase I made. 
and how it's going to fit into this tiny house I live in. What'd you get? Well, we, uh, I, I'd mentioned on the podcast how, how I wish I took advantage of something and didn't, but the opportunity presented itself on the weekend after having a few cocktails two meters apart from my friends talking about how their lives are better from this thing and how they created a very <laughs> enticing incentive to acquire this thing. So I, uh, at about 12, 15 in the morning on Friday night, acquired a Peloton. What? <laughs> he, ordered for you. he drunk ordered a Peloton and didn't remember until the morning. That's so <laughs> funny, man. So so now he, now he wakes up, he's hung because he's got, you know, he's had many drinks and he's got to tell, he's got to tell his lovely missus that, uh, He's bringing a big new purchase bike into their humble abode. <laughs> and I videoed it. So, yes, yeah, so we videoed the reveal to her, and yeah, it went about as well as you would think it would. <laughs> Can we put oh, that wow. on the real life socials? Uh, uh, yes, I'll just get you to. I'll have to get confirmation if we can give the video. Definitely the audio. Yeah, I uh, I let think me let me work on that. I was able to win the debate because I had two days to convince her. Uh, to keep it and how it was going to fit. Uh, um, so <laughs> late late last night, um, I was able to create the situation to keep it the Peloton. It's going to be the best thing you've done because in in this you know self quarantining that we've been doing, I like I'm so happy that I had this, that I have this thing right now because it's the one thing keeping me sane. I'm telling you. Chalmers, you uh, you had a lot more time with your kids now, and you mentioned before uh, before we came on that until up until about one o'clock, you're Mister you're Mister Chalmers, as in a school teacher. How's the lesson so, planning been going? Yeah, so last week we came we we kept it pretty lax. You know, we didn't we didn't make a schedule, but we knew it was going to come, and um, we were kind of waiting on the, the teachers to provide us with some, you know, some sort of um, guidance. You know, that w- w- what direction we should go in. Um, but late last night we decided that we just needed to have a schedule for today. So we were going to start at Monday morning, just like a regular thing. So we sat down at our Island and the, we let the kids make their, we, we said like, you know, as subjects, what do you guys do? So, so eight to nine in the morning is breakfast, iPad and TV time, because that's, you know, it's, it's we have a nice soft opening to the day. And right. Then, man. Yeah. And then, yeah, up until around one o'clock, I just basically am a teacher now. I don't leave the house. My wife has to be out um, at that time. And so she, it's just the three of us. And I, the lesson plan today was, uh, oh, man, I don't like teaching kids is so hard. <laughs> Teachers can make a lot more money. Um, Do you make them raise their hands when they have to ask a question or have to go to the bathroom? No, because they have booklets, right? Like, so I think that I think that when they're in class, they do a lot of their booklets. So. For instance, Logan had a, like we. I had to give him his morning spelling test, and then he went into spell like doing things with the words, and he's got this whole book for it. Uh, whereas in Luke, though, he's only in grade one. That's grade three. In grade one, Luke's got a little more of a decide describe what you're seeing outside the window at that tree, and then color it type of thing. So that was nice. But thank God I got saved right before we got into math because you know like. I, I just don't think I have the patience to sit down and teach them math. So the good thing is that they just get workbooks. Um, but I got to make sure they do it. And then, so they made up their own schedules and they got like recess at like 10. So we you really only recess. work. Oh, they what? Get recess. Yeah. 
run outside, run with the dogs, <laughs> play hockey in the basement, 15, 20 minutes. Um, and then, geez, my alarm's off. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then they get a lunchtime, which is nice. But so here's another thing what happened this morning was I, my parents are in this quarantine, 14 day quarantine. And my dad's sink backed up today, this morning. And so he can't leave the house to go get anything, but he needs like an auger from Home Depot. So I had to go to Home Depot. And that was not a fun scene because they have barricades up everywhere and they are only letting you in certain areas. And it was very, very real at that moment about how things were not being fun. So then I got back and I started doing schoolwork again. And I was, I was actually made happy by the fact that I could just stay in this little cocoon of mine and act like a teacher, teach my boys. Now the comment about recess, which I'm so happy that you're giving it to your kids. That's that's very nice of you. But yeah. do you not remember in elementary, like a 15 minute recess felt like an hour? Like, I lived a lifetime in a morning recess. Yeah. Many days, like you can play a days. full football game or a yeah. soccer game, like two halves in, in 15 minutes. Like right now, I can blink and it's been 15 minutes. Yeah. What should I get them doing for recess then? Besides play like, eraser hockey. That's, but I want to get them outside. Well, no, let them run out outside. It's fine. You're, do, you're, you're Olympics, doing everything though. right. Get, get them to get them to do like ladder matches against each other and stuff. That could take them an afternoon. Get them to clean out the gutters, clean out the eaves troughs. I was gonna say, make it like an Olympic style <laughs> event where you where they have different events, but they're all just wrapped around housework. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. We've got or, event, like what? Maybe some kind of American gladiator style situation where you're like hucking balls at them and throwing things at them and get them <laughs> yeah, man. around. Dip, dodge, dive. America's you got to make it tough for the new world, Sean. Everything. You got to make it tough for the new world, buddy. You got to get them fighting other neighborhood kids. Yeah, but they can't be like within a six feet of them. Give them poles and swords, bro. Who, who's the schoolyard bully? Oh God, I don't even know. To be honest with you, I don't think they have bullies anymore. What? Yeah, they will know. after this. <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah. I like the idea of giving them, making them do Olympic chores around, well, Olympic style chores. The set grad up, set up a putting green around the house, Chalmers. Putting. Oh, have set you seen all mini, the videos? Mini have golf seen, course. Have you seen all the videos of like people setting up these tracks around their houses where they like yeah, release man. a ball and then like dominoes and just chaos ensues, but it always works at the end. You've seen these big yeah. books? Yeah, man. There's they're everywhere, and some of them it's just it's incredible the courses that people are setting up in their house right now. Did you see the one where the guy had to rely on two cats? The ball landed in front of the cat. The cat had to push it down the stairs to another cat who pushed it in the right direction to where it needed to go. Like, that's a lot of trust in these cats. That's teamwork. That's teamwork. The one I liked is the, um, and I'm probably going to butcher, it was like a PS2, PS3 system, and the guy shot the disc, and it landed oh, right yeah. into the, uh, and it accepted the disc when it landed in. <laughs> yeah, that was, ex- that was incredible. It. Oh, that was cool. That's funny. I got to say, like, one of, if, if we're talking about a bright side of being trapped in our houses, social media right now, people are getting creative and they're getting weird. And I am all about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing, what, like, what, what should we, we should come up with something. I don't know about the push up challenges, though. That's, come on, push up challenge, 20 of them. Bet we could all do 20 right now. I could do some stick handling in my living room and post that. You should. Maybe you get picked up by the oil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That guy was good. That was not bad. Dick handling. It was pretty quick. He's I, replied to him and then he rep- I replied on that photo saying you have sick hands, Tony Brar. And then he replied, you're a legend, Wayne. And I think he thinks I'm Gretzky. 
<laughs> and so I just abandoned no, the whole thing altogether, and now I'm not bothering him. Who is this Tony, person? Tony He's is a well guy who interviews Oilers on the ice. He uh, almost came and worked with us. Yep. Oh, I see. Yeah, so he plays. He he's like won like the national championship for ball hockey. He won the oh. world junior ball hockey championships. Oh, world junior! Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tony's a big time ball hockey player. His whole family is actually. He was a semester yeah, below me at Nate. It was like a bachelor type situation with us as well with Tony Barr. He had to choose between us and the Oilers, and we didn't get that rose. You know. <laughs> what a fool. <laughs> But yeah, that's, like, that's like choosing between a Ferrari and a Ferrari sticker. And now look yeah. where we all are, hey, with the decisions we've made. Depends how bad you want that sticker, though. <laughs> Can we talk about what we what we did this weekend? Because uh, we weren't, like, we really wanted to, like, on the weekends, I like to go hang out with my friends. I really do. We mm-hmm. like to see each other. We like to have people over. And we can't do that anymore. So we started to spitball some things that we could do to see each other and to hang out. And just to have like some sort of normal Saturday night with a couple beers with the boys. And uh, one of our buddies came up with this genius move. And I'm not totally sure why I'm not seeing Poker Stars advertisements or poker website advertisements everywhere. But we've reached stuff, out to all of them. That stuff has just, it's just like primed to blow up again because I hadn't thought about playing poker for about five years with just because it just kind of lost its luster. We set up a little home game where you can you can just invite as many people as you want to your club and they can come in and you set up a time where we're going to have an open table and anybody that wants can come in and just sit and play poker. Now that's fun. So now you're playing with just your friends. You're not playing with random people. But at the same time, we had a friend that who sent out a Google Hangout, uh, um, what do you call it, invitation. And we all accepted it. And so now while we're playing poker on our computers, we've got a Google Hangout with the five. Cool. It was like, it was. That's awesome. It was weird for like the first minute, (laughs) but then it was just pretty damn normal. It did feel normal. It did feel normal. And it was made funnier by just getting to see dynamics. (laughs) Jay Jay couldn't get away from his dog. dog, He couldn't find a place in the fucking house. Now I got to, I got to stop. I got to stop you here and I got to take a poll of everyone in this podcast. Is Chalmers ripped me for how I peel and eat a banana. Oh my God. Do you do stem down? No, no. No. I want, I want everyone one by one to tell me how you eat a banana. And then I'll tell you what I did. And I, I think I'm normal, but I don't think he's normal at all. It's a stupid thing I've ever. What do you do, Bagel? I just will. I, I just ate my last banana this morning. Actually, I just grab it normally. Stem is up. Yep. And then I peel downward. Yep. And I continue to peel downward as I require more banana. Yep. So you, you slowly unwrap with every bite. Yeah, or like I'll, I'll think ahead and I'll pull it down a, uh, an inch or two. And when I need more banana, I continue the peel. Wanye? Right. Well, Chalmers, I know what you think. I know how Jay eats his bananas. And I'm already at the end of this conversation in my head. It's just, it's, it was mind-blowing. say that a man it. that completely unwraps his banana from tip to toe is probably the same guy who pulls his pants down to the urinal all the way to the floor. Case. But, you know, that's the guy we're dealing with, and that's how he lives his life. And we can all get so, along. So, in case you missed it, he, he unpeels the banana all the way. Tip to toe. Holds the open, totally revealed banana in one hand, throws the peel away, 
and then just holds the banana <laughs> and just eats it. Like the whole reason the peel is there is to like make sure your hand doesn't get disgusting from banana and that you're not making your banana all mushy in the last couple bites. It's like its own like when you're eating a well, rabbit. I got a question. I got a question. Why would it get mushy? It's not like you're yeah, squeezing. Hold on, hold on. How did you just you. say mushy? Say that again. I, said, I meant to say mushy. Mushy? I said mushy. mushy? Is that how you say mushy? Because no, I say mushy, but I said mushy. Uh, no. Bananas aren't always the same consistency. And if they are a little bit over-ripened and you start to touch them, they become even more over-ripened and they start to get slippery. Like, I just don't understand why if you have like a McDonald's wrap and you unwrap the middle part and take off the top you don't take off the bottom just hold it by the wrap you hold it by the, the only back. thing you need to keep in its wrapper while you're eating is a donair yeah and a and a banana it literally has no. a built-in wrapper because i you also take, like you take a I full also, chocolate bar and just throw the thing away and just hold it by the chocolate bar bottom like i'll i'll uh, yeah i'll do that i'll do that um <laughs> Now, Chalmers, I've seen like, Jay order soup and he pours it all into his hand and then eats it out of his cup. <laughs> I've seen this numerous times. So I like to. So part of the reason of the full uncloaking of the uh, of the banana <laughs> is I also like to put peanut butter on it, uh -huh. which is even easier to do if you're holding the bottom of the peel of the banana because. You don't have, then I'm like, risking then I'm risking breaking the banana when I'm applying peanut butter. The banana's way stronger it, when it has its tree trunk on it, or it's it's it's, it's no, it gets, it gets it gets it gets weaker skin. at the expo. No, the juncture of peel to exposed area that's like a lever. Like that just wants to topple over with any kind of pressure. Your am What do you think? Yeah, I think if you're unpeeling the banana from top to bottom and just holding it, you're definitely not doing it correctly. <laughs> but, what? I mean, th this is taking a bit of a weird turn towards uh, where we had the whole chumming incident go, and I don't want to spend, like, the next 20 minutes debating the banana thing. I understand wanting Make to put it a peanut... Ah, I understand <laughs> wanting to put peanut butter on it, but, like, couldn't you just, like, maybe put the peanut butter in a bowl, chop up the banana put it in the bowl, and then eat it like a soup, sort of? What? Oh. So then, you do, do you know how to live like a bachelor? Then you've just dirtied so many pieces of, like, yeah, so I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. why don't I just pull out a cutting board and have a knife for the banana and then a knife to spread the peanut butter, you know, <laughs> and then a fork to put to put the, 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 the banana butt. into the bowl and then take a spoon to then and eat the bananas like that's so many layers like most things i take my cues from the animal kingdom and a monkey does not fully unpeel the banana until it is done so that's how i roll oh really did we just is that did for just, sure yeah look that up no i'm making that up completely yeah that's exactly yeah yeah but yeah, it's a but... safe bet because like it's just human nature and 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 to know how to open a banana like that and use the protective case of the banana to protect the banana that you're going to eat from, well, from myself, from just contaminants. Who knows where those hands have been? Yeah, jeez. Could... Um, I, I I think Bag Milk, you made a good point. I think the uh, the rule for how to eat banana is exactly that. We should get a video of how a monkey eats one because that they're using common sense and common sense alone. So I will. Uh, 
Now, I've also seen videos of monkeys peeing in their own mouths and using their poo and balling it up and using it as a projectile to establish dominance. So are we going to well, always hey, we're not far the monkey away from world here? Or is that just for banana eating? But other than that, like, I'd like to shoot a little higher on the food chain. Man, I'm telling you, like, I live in a townhouse complex and we're getting pretty close to throwing poo at each other. What are you talking about? <laughs> there are neighbors, like, just kind of yelling at each other. Really? Yeah, from yard to yard right now. Uh, about, about about what? Like, what's their what's the gist of it? Right now, music. Music seems to be a problem that's dividing the community around here. <laughs> a loud set of tunes that does not fit in your personal playlist is being a problem. So I feel like poo throwing is only a matter of time. Wait until people Fair start enough. coming outside and mowing their lawn, and they're mowing within six feet of the other person. <laughs> um, so everyone's been in isolation. We mentioned, uh, actually, Chalmers and Wanya, you guys weren't on the podcast when we talked about setting our goals for isolation. I said I wanted to watch old movies and uh, learn how to do my own taxes. Bag Milk, you said you wanted to learn how to drink black coffee and juggle. Chalmers and Wanya, we'll get to you guys. You, I, I want to hear your guys' goals. Um, Bag Milk, how are your goals been going to learning how to juggle and drink black coffee? Black coffee is starting. I'm starting. To, I've I've hit the turning point with black coffee. Nice. I can I can put it I, down. You know what? Okay, wait. I was I was wondering what you were doing with this. Your black coffee challenge. So your your want to become a black coffee drinker? Well, you know what? Because I've got uh, I'm rationing milk. Okay. I'm saving it for important things like grilled cheese and tomato soup. So rather Mark. than putting it in my coffee, I've decided yeah. to see if I can just go straight black coffee. So now I think I'm on day eight, and I've turned a corner now. There's, it, it seems to have just been kind of like I went through a dip, the struggle was there, and now I'm finally starting to get this black coffee thing. Fuck it. You, all this talk of black coffee, I'm about to ch- chuck the kettle on right now. I've, I just had my on. second cup before we started. <laughs> and then in terms of juggling your Remchuk, I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get it. So I watched this YouTube video on juggling technique just to see if there was like a trick or a way that I could advance this. And basically, the point of the thing was, here's some basic tips on how to get going. And the guy says, if you spend a total aggregate time of anywhere from four to six hours actually practicing, like six hours of total practice time, you should be able to have it. So I'm about, I would <laughs> six say... Six hours? Yeah, yeah, oh. six hours. So I'm about, say, 90 minutes in, two hours in over the span of the last three, four days. And I'm starting to hit a corner on juggling as well. So I'm trying to figure out how to make a video to show my progress day over day, but I'm starting to be able to figure it out. Soon I'm going to bring a unicycle into the mix. I'm going to start getting weird here with this juggling thing. Oh, good for you. Thank you. Jay, what were your yeah, goals? I, uh, steps, right? Was it walk 10,000 walk 10, steps? They say something about reading. You did say something about reading. Okay, so I'm still slowly reading The Art of War. 10,000 um, steps per day? That's, 10, like every, that's like everybody's goal on average every day when it was normal. But not, not, no, no, no. In the, so in the summer, I can do 10,000 steps, no problem. In the winter, it's a completely different ballgame. Like if I can get to 4,000, that's amazing. So instead of, uh, my big thing is, is, I also like, if I'm in lock-in, I can, I sometimes just like to like chill. So yeah. I got to push myself to like get out and walk. So I got up this morning, I went for a 5,000 step walk. So I've got a good foundation and I should be able to naturally over the course of the day now hit my goal. We have a dog and the furthest I was walking my sons and the dog was to school in the morning and back and then whatever walking I would do during the day and I would let them walk the dog later. Um, I have been on 
some of the longest walks for the last six straight days in a row. I've seen areas around my house I didn't even know existed, and they're beautiful. Uh, and, and I figure that trend's gonna uh, gonna keep up. So I don't know if a ten thousand goal is really all that crazy there, especially well, when you have a dog. Steps, man. So let's let's hit that. And then well, here's the thing: my dog won't walk with just me. What? God, your dog is so high maintenance. I swear to God. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> well, that's dash hounds are normally they crazy. only they, they only imprint with one person. So like, yeah, me and Hot Dog get along and we're boys, but he will only go for walks if my girlfriend's here. Are they the thirteen-year-old girl of dogs? They could be. Just very high well, maintenance. Well, very emotional. He's so low maintenance, aside from just like that. And then whatever the hell you witnessed on the weekend. He wouldn't. He didn't know where you were, so he was freaking out. He couldn't see your face. But then, if you were just there and and your your lady left the room, he started getting on edge and and, and like anxious. I don't know, man. Well, that's when he goes on edge, when when she leaves the room. Separation anxiety on this dog. To me and the homie Frank, we are cruising. This He's living his best life right now with me being home all day. Have you taught him the names of all of his like uh, toys? That was another goal that I had. So far, I've taught him what his balls are called. Uh, and he's got like this big rubber stick thing. And he knows what his stick is now called. So I've got two down. I'm working on rope. And then he's got this other thing that I'm trying to teach him how to get as well. So it's a work in progress, but we're getting there. Wanya, did you have any self-isolation goals? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Tyler, uh, which movie do you watch? Um, I have not watched an old movie yet. I watched a new movie on Netflix, uh, the Mark Wahlberg one, Spencer Confidential. Um, what do my, you think? My general review of it, I would give it a three and a half out of five. Oh, out of five. Okay. Yeah. What's like, Spencer Confidential? I've never even heard of it. I don't know. I, it's basically Mark Wahlberg as a Boston cop, as he is in most of his movies. but And he's trying to like take down some dirty cops. And it's just basically all really predictable. And like a lot of kind of cheesy action stuff in there. Um, it entertained me. Post Malone was in it, which was kind of cool. Um, some of the action scenes were pretty cool, but there was a lot of moments where I was like, shut the fuck up. This is so stupid. Um, so maybe not even three and a half out of five. I'd just give it a straight up three out of five, like passable, but not something I'm recommending people go out of their way to watch. <laughs> um, my other goal was learning how to do my taxes. And last night I got TurboTax and I started clicking my way through, but there was some information I needed to get from my place of employment and I didn't have that, so I had to stop. But I'm going to resume that today. The good thing about that is, though, you can jump way, way ahead. You can fill out everything you know and then go back and fill it in later. You can always be editing it until you've actually filed. Oh, That's really? The good thing about those. I thought oh, I had, yeah. oh, I just like completely stopped and I'm going to restart the process today. That's, uh, that's good to know. I can just save it and then hop right back in. It's because you're looking for an excuse to stop. Well, I don't blame you. I was kind of enjoying it. I watched my girlfriend do hers, um, but she's a lot more simple than I in terms of she has one T4 and that's it. Um, and I saw how much money she was getting back and I was like, shit, I actually kind of want to see if I'm getting any money back, but I doubt it. So yeah. I just like to throw my shit in a box and drop it off at the accountant's place. That's what I do. Me I, too. I feel like that would probably be easier, but I quite literally have nothing better to do right now. Um, so, so the taxes are going to be a high priority. I've also been playing 
a ton of video games. Like we're talking four hours a day at least right now, which is something I didn't, I have not been doing, I've not been able to do for like the last year and a half of my life because I've been so busy. So I've been really enjoying uh, playing lots of video games. I recently, I've been playing some video games too, and I recently found out um, this is something not all dads really want to go through, and it's inevitable. Um, but my nine-year-old son is legitimately become better than me at night at NHL 2020 now. Wow. And yeah, it sucks because last year, so here's the best part. Last, last year we're playing 19 and I'm, you know, doing that thing where I'm trying to get the, the, my players away from his players so that he can score some goals. And, you know, there's ways that you can be easy on somebody in that game, mostly by just trying to get your players away from their puck carrier if they're the computer. And, um, you know, but I would always make sure that I beat them just so that, you know, I let them know that you got to work hard. Maintain dominance. You got to maintain dominance. You got to work hard to beat dad. Well, Tide's turn the other day when we were playing and he started doing what I was doing. And I looked at him and I said, don't you dare. It was like seven to three or something. Oh, he he was giving you the charity. He started not shooting when he should have and not, and like pulling his guys away from mine. And I just looked at him. I said, don't you dare. If you're going to beat me, beat me as hard as you can. And he just kind of like, He's like the sweetest kid. He like didn't want to make me feel bad or something, but it was devastating. And I just don't even want to play anymore, to be honest. Sorry to hear, buddy. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, that's uh, tough, man. That's a rough. Uh, it happened. It happened a lot earlier than I thought. I thought it would happen at like thirteen, maybe. But like, he's nine, and it's happening. And that's yeah. Like I said earlier than I wanted. You should start. Well, like, you stopped on your ten thousand hours, you know. Yeah. Well, I guess i should just play more now that i have time and then maybe try like like play when he goes to bed play yeah. like a season start have like a rocky style montage to all my working out and stuff yeah. and, then, and then challenge him again in a couple months Chalmers, the I one have thing you got time for is to make your own montage what with the self-isolating more time at home and all that harder or easier to stay quitting smoking or how is that not even an issue anymore like you're just done um, you know what? Not even an issue anymore. Uh, uh, because of this, the nature of, and I'm not saying it were because I don't want to take my shirt off. Um, it's like a really, really perfect time to not be hurt in your lungs. And, uh, so like that, <laughs> that keeps me going. <laughs> you know, the fact that I'm not, um, is it harder or easier? Shit, I'm not really thinking about it too much, but every time I do think about it, it's probably just out of boredom. So I'll bet you, I think about it more. Um, not, I just haven't really been noticing, but I bet you, I think about just like, even you know, I thought about it today about the daily routine it used to be go for one there and it didn't happen. So yeah, I guess it's still kind of around, but like I said, it's made easier not to do it when, when, when strong lungs are a good thing right now. Before we move too far away from video games, uh, I just want to mention tonight on Oilers Nation, we are going to be simulating the game against the Anaheim Ducks. That was supposed to happen. Uh, that started at 7 o'clock Mountain. And you know what? It's actually been fun to see how many people are getting fired up by this. It's fun to see the community getting mad about penalties and missed chances <laughs> and big saves. It's weird, but I respect it. I love it. So when I saw that you guys were doing this, and I said, and I sent you guys a message, and I said, you guys should start a community, like a league, maybe get 30 nation like listeners or readers and, and followers, and they can basically join like the Oilers Nation NHL League and you guys just have to become friends on a PlayStation. I, I'm kind of thinking through the problems as I'm talking about it right now, but wouldn't it be fun to be able to like have 
a season and award a Stanley Cup to nation listeners and viewers on NHL 20. And they all have to be the exact, like, the team that they get drawn, that's their team. And they represent it. But now I'm realizing that, like, some people would have Xbox and some people would have PlayStations. And could that work? Yeah, like, I have no gaming system whatsoever. Oh, well. Yeah. Who, actually does, who actually does that thing? Nation Dan is uh, in yeah, You guys don't have to play in it. Like, this is for them. You just do, you're just the platform, and then they talk about it on your, on the website and stuff. Logistically, it'd be interesting to see how that would even work. You know, you know, there's a bunch of people that would want to play. Like even today, I posted something at the Nation. Uh, Caleb Jones is inviting people to play 2K with him. So there's an appetite for people that are wanting to play video games right now, for sure. Yeah, my uh, I I I, got, I don't have a video game system either. And I woke up yesterday morning with my screen time update, and I am I am like seven hours and fifty minutes average a day <laughs> screen time. <laughs> That's only going to get worse, man. Fucked. No, well, I, I'm normally like three to four hours normally, so it's like almost double. I've never hated my brother in my life, but I did yesterday because I had a hankering to play Goldeneye, and he stole our N64 from my dad's house. I was going to make my way out there and pick it up, play a little Goldeneye, get in touch with my teenage years, but my brother fucking took it, and it is really upsetting. Oh, and you can't even go get it back. No, I can't go get it back because he's up in Grand Prairie and he is in full lockdown. Wanye, what the hell are you doing with this time off? No, no, nothing. You're not somebody whose mind stops very often. How do how does how do you how do you deal with this? I don't know. I'm just busy with work shit. I guess. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. What is to, what is today for you? Every day is the same day. It's coronary. <laughs> you hate this so much, don't you? Well, I don't know, man. Like, I think it's. For me right now, it's just trying to figure out like how to minimize. We had to let a lot of people go in our businesses, right? Yeah. And we had to make some hard decisions about what we were going to do and how fast things were changing. And like restaurants and bars basically being illegal and stuff. We were trying to figure out how to mitigate risk as best as we could. And then we're trying to think now about like how can we help? Right? Is there anything we can use our platform for, our supply chain for? Where, like, is there an organized response? What did people need? So we're spending time doing that kind of stuff, and now we're trying to figure out what do we think this is going to look like in terms of length, and then what kind of work do we need to do to climb out the other side alive? Nice. Those are heavy questions. It's grim. This is not a good time. Yeah. Everybody, every everybody has to deal with those. Thank God we're not healthcare way. workers, man. Like these people, I respect the shit out of them, right? Like I got nothing to complain about. I'm sitting in Wanya Manor. I got Doritos till my eyes bleed, and uh, all I have to do is walk around the river valley. It's easy for me. Uh, there's some people out there that are doing hard days, and I respect it. The yeah, work that the health. healthcare workers are doing is is insane. Mm-hmm. I, I I know a couple of nurses, and the shifts they're putting in. The overtime they're putting in, it's no joke. But Wanya, I got a question. You mentioned Doritos. How, no, are, sure. how are you rationing your quarantine snacks? It's been a real problem over at Bag Milk Manor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a rhythm to the day, you see. I'm not a big morning eater. So I don't really eat until like maybe 11 or 12 after I've done a bunch of shit. But then late at night, I'm only allowed to eat healthy food. So if I'm snacking late at night because I'm watching TV or some shit, I only have to eat healthy stuff. But it's pretty, it's pretty rationed up. I get a bag of Doritos a day. Not bad. <laughs> like a I'm big having bag a real problem. Bag. 
the big, that? the big, the big bag or the small bag? Small bag, small bag. Come on, drop oh, it. Take that one. I thought you were doing a family size bag per day. Yeah, I mean, I I'd, have to order, I'd order you a Peloton too. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been going for a super long walk. That's funny because I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm not allowed to talk to anybody, but I have an unlimited amount of time. And I've got myself into some weird places by the river where I'm like, I don't think I should be here. <laughs> I don't know. That, what I'm what I'm noticing on my walks is that a lot more people are walking with beverages. Oh, my best. drinking Yesterday. consumption. I didn't think it could go up. Like day drinking? Oh, like yeah. all the time, it's almost, man. It's almost Vegas rules. No, like airport is. rules in full effect. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally, I literally walk down the street with a stein. Oh yeah. Beer and just like, who gives a shit? Like I, I'm actually thoroughly enjoying my release. My entertainment is like the happy hour walk. So like, you know, just like one you said, days full of a lot of heavy conversations and planning. And you just want to shoot out the other end being like, okay, I need some separation from like work life into like personal life. So I'll go for a walk with a beer, whether it be a tall can or a sign of it. And I'm just like, fuck it. But now like, it's funny. I watch my neighbors and you'll see two guys walking around with like, you know, um, swell bottles or like big coffee mugs. Like I know what you're fucking doing and I like it. Well, an interesting thing too, but walking around, like when I take Frank on his walk every day, everybody's been super friendly, but from a distance. Yeah. And like for me, at least in my hood, a lot of people will wave at you from a distance, acknowledging the weirdness that we're all living through right now. Also, I've noticed massive coffee mugs. I saw a guy yesterday with the size of a coffee mug. You could put at least two liters in that thing. <laughs> so he probably had a stiff one. Oh, yeah. well, it's funny. So I do this walk with my friends that I was told you I was so excited about last week. And Chalmers is part of this walk. And everyone knew what this walk was about. It was about getting together socially and having a few beverages and going for a walk. And everyone showed up with just one drink. Mine was big. It was so disappointing. I had a backpack. <laughs> you had that's a like, box. You had, cool. a, you had a box of red wine. I had a box <laughs> of red wine. Bush party. And I had a few cans of beer, and it was great. I know where that red wine came from. Yeah, well, yeah, I had a box of red wine because it was going to go bad sitting in Little Brick, and you couldn't donate it. Can't so donate I it. it. Got to drink it. So I donated it to myself. Well, and you were just is, keeping uh, you were keeping the Vegas vibes alive because you were walking around with red wine on night two. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I guess I, I'm starting to become a wine guy, and I didn't even know it. Okay, so, so we should me, launch Nation Wine. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're, I think you're not going to have any sort of, uh, um, quarantine type of goals. Wanye, are you? You're just, you're going to do what you do. So I'm, I'm working on some shit. What you know what you I have been doing with, what's that? Doritos. Doritos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what's the go-to flavor? I got to know. Cause I've been on, oh, I've got them all, buddy. I got them all. So uh, one of my like planning for all of this was like hilarious creature comforts, right? So every flavor of Doritos, I have a small bag a day for 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> I got them all. I got Cool Ranch. I got that Sweet Chili Heat. I got some weird yellow one, zesty something or other. Good. Good living. You know what I have been doing, Chalmers, which you will respect? What? I'm like, okay, we're to the point now in this whole thing where I don't want to read or watch the news anymore. No. Because I, I'll, I'll watch the Edmonton news, and that's it. Once right. a day. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I was reading about this like a lot of months ago, right? 
And now like, I don't, I'm like, don't want to do it anymore. So I'm trying to find shit to keep myself in like, like you said, a cocoon, right. Where you're like kind of shielded from what's going on. Yeah. I've been watching full episodes of electric circus. Do you remember that show? Oh, wow. That show. Buddy, there's like hundreds of them on YouTube. <laughs> and you, the minute you watch, I don't know, whoever did this is doing the Lord's work and they deserve a promotion. But like immediately it's 1995 and I'm like young and I'm like, oh, people are so weird. I'm watching people on TV now. I'm probably like 26. I'm like, what an old lady. Look at that old lady. And the jams are unbelievable. And if you drop an electric circus episode while you're making breakfast, you're in a good place. <laughs> they have They have one. That's like a whole, it's like just, just electric circus dancers. Like yeah, a, buddy. Do you remember, do you um, remember the show? Jay, you remember the show. Of we course should, I do. We should look up to educate, shit. we should probably educate your rim check on what it is. Cause he's okay, leaning yeah. back in his chair yawning. True, true, so. true. Yeah. Hey, your rim check. Here, back in the day, going to bars was a very different experience altogether. If you wanted to stunt and you wanted to be the man, you had to get up on a speaker and dance. And the yeah, reason yeah, why is because we all, it would in like junior high and shit, would watch <laughs> Electric Circus. And Electric Circus was a show they recorded in Toronto. It would do well. Like, I'm watching this now. I'm like, kids are just as fucking vain as ever. They would totally want to be on this show. But anyways, they would have, like, someone come perform or something. But it was just basically a room of people dancing. But, and, but, they, but they'd have, like, couples. And there would be, like, yeah. there would be like these two guys are on this speaker. And this girl is by herself because yeah. she's wearing little to, no, little to nothing. And they would go to them. And they do like, their signature dance moves. And they, yeah, and, they do, <laughs> and, then they, and then they do the wide shot where they yeah. see everybody. You see who is taking it off when the camera's not on them. But, and the hardest way to stunt in the bar was to be standing on the tallest speaker. Do you remember that rule, Jay? Oh, yeah. First started going to the bar, you're like, what you want to do is ascend to the highest point in the room and dance and look at everybody. It's <laughs> truly awful dancing. It's unbelievable. Shut up. And I had the hots for Juliet Powell like you would not believe. Buddy, the one from the mid-80s, I can't remember her name as I've just been watching them. She is talking in Electric Circus like she's addressing the United Nations. She thinks she's so important. <laughs> it is hilarious. Uh, and she's like, this weekend Vanilla Ice is performing at the Toronto Expo and it's very cutting edge. And you're like, oh my god, this is classic. And then the ads. The ads are the best part of this shit too. Because they have like the much music footage with the ads from 1995. Do you know oh, how long this show was on for? Like 15 or 20 years. 15 years. It started September of, of 88, 1988, and went to December of 03. I think yeah. it's still valid now, man. If you could go around and like go around a room of people who are fucking filled up with Botox and fit as fuck and doing their little dances and oh, showing yeah. their social media, I think it would still work. Yeah, this it's is where it's, it's Jersey Shore. They put Rick, they put uh, Rick the Temp on this show early in his career. When he had the hair parted in the middle, tucked behind his ears? Oh, yeah. Now he's on ET. What a rise. Well, did you see, like, there's a lot of DJs a and stuff doing Instagram <laughs> concerts. So we're basically living in, like, a virtual electric circus right now. Yeah. Juliet Powell, she was good looking. I don't remember her. I, I love her. I don't remember many of these people. Oh, Amanda Walsh, I remember her. Speaking about electric circus in terms of dancing, did you see Strud's uh, video? Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, so good. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's, that's what social media is there for during this time, is, like, doing shit like that. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was good. People doing crazy stuff. People doing dance competitions. Everybody's doing it for the for the gram. Now, now's the time to start your own uh, personal TikTok account, Chalmers. 
Absolutely. Yeah, you think you think I need a TikTok account? Remember, I took it away from my kids. Now I gotta get. I think back. we. I think we. I think we need it now more than ever. You're the TikTok <laughs> account we deserve, drummer. <laughs> Maybe I will start one. Get one going today. Yeah. Gotta do it. What should be like the first? Well, see what Carlton. I like to do is I like to go along. Yeah, that should be the first one. All right. your aqua dances. But they, the song has to be on there, right? Oh, like not every song is on TikTok. Touche, touche. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think only a few, but you know what? I you guys watch Westworld yet? Should we talk that? No, no. I probably I'm going to put it in the Queen. We'll just talk Electric soon. Circus instead of Westworld. Now we're talking. <laughs> well, there was uh, there was some hockey stuff to talk about, wasn't there? Wasn't that in the old preamble? What that guy who signed his ELC? Yeah. Oh my God, Charmer! The guy signed his ELC. Raphael Lavoie. It you was wouldn't believe real it. live, real live Oilers news, as well as Cam did an article yesterday recapping Peter Shirelli's interview with uh, Bruce Scariosh, I believe, from Ottawa. And it is wild. Peter Shirelli hasn't learned jack shit. Oh, really? Is he doubling down? Yeah, well, there was one quote that really knocked with the nation where he said, uh, in hindsight, he probably should have waited for a better offer on Taylor Hall and that he only oh. got... In, he only got one offer, and it was just it's a it's a whole mess. OilersNation.com. Cam's got that up there. It is a wild, wild interview. Am I the only I just one? I want to know what he saw in Griffin Reinhardt. That's the only question I want answered. What did you see? Am he I saw what one? history sees. Jay, an amazing defender, capable of playing top two minutes, and you can build him around him as a franchise. Mm, That's play, what he saw. He, he plays in the Chinese Hockey League. Yes, and if you go there and look at his team, I bet you he's a key part of the leadership group. Am I the only one that thinks that Peter Shirelli in the picture you guys have on in the nation looks a lot like Austin Matthews, the way that he's like his face is looking? Oh. See, it's bullshit. That isn't the Peter Shirelli we hired. We hired Peter Shirelli with no mustache, like a cool zip-up jacket. He looked completely different. That looks like a dad who's lost at a fucking Home Depot on a Sunday. It looks like Austin Bang Matthews. Put a, cloth, put a cloth on his head on that photo and Photoshop a, a Matthews jersey, and I bet you it'll be uncanny. Yeah, I mean, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. Well, I mean, Matthews' hairline's running away from his face, too, so he might be there in no time. <laughs> What's that app where you can age someone? Just age Austin Matthews to, like, his mid-50s, and I'm sure that'll be him. Oh, my I'm God. Gonna... If I could... They're the same guy. Um, well, I remember, Wanye, actually, when they hired Peter Shirelli, you wrote a meta- Many Faces of Peter Shirelli <laughs> yeah, like article. Two articles ago, but still in Shirelli was GM. <laughs> hey, did, did I see Wanye make an announcement that he's going to come back to writing in some capacity? At some point here, when everything uh, has been executed and all of the doors have been nailed shut and we've buried all of our light bulbs underneath the window or whatever we think we need to do, yeah, probably. Awesome. Well, did you see my cartoon uh, I made the other day on Instagram? Yes, yes I did. Uh, that was very impressive. <laughs> I was How on long hold. did that take you? I was on hold for an hour and got to the end of being on hold, and they just ended my call. But that's how long it took me. About an hour. R- remind me which one this is, because I know I saw it. It was the emojis versus the virus. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. That was I liked really it. good. I did like that, too. <laughs> and then I brought it back to Connor, because it's really about Connor. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I'm looking forward to when you eventually do make a return because I just got a message from one Cameron Lewis. Yeah, he, he is doing a throwback series on the nation, looking at some of the best moments in nation history. <laughs> and one of them he wants to do is when Wanye dubbed Sam Gagne 
future captain of the franchise. God almighty, I was certain that was the thing happening. So this could be uh, excellent timing for a return. The timing to come back, I just want to make sure, like, I'm of the mind that this is going to stretch on and on and on, right? And I think that we'll be fine and we'll work through it. And, like, when you watch Independence Day, I don't think, even though the aliens are scary, that they're going to win at the end of the movie. And I don't think now either. But I think that there's a period where it's, like, inappropriate to joke around and shit. And, like, when I do come back and start writing, it's not going to be like, what do you guys think about the ELC? Like, I'm just going to write a bunch of garbage like they used back in the day. I just don't want to be tone deaf, right? When you watch Gwyneth Paltrow right now on her Instagram account, be like, hey, everybody, look at my slack. And everyone's like, fuck you, Gwyneth Paltrow, down uh, the time. I don't want to yeah, be like, that guy. Yeah, like, do you guys want to all sing Imagine together? You know what? That's the thing. I feel bad <laughs> for those people. Because, like, Will Ferrell being involved, like, I don't think they meant to come off as tone deaf, but it really does, right? Well, like, Madonna took a lot of shit yesterday for that weird yeah. video she filmed from her tub. Yeah, what All the these, hell was like, that about? super vain celebrities that, like, need to get off on, like, people paying attention to them, they're going to get old quick. Like, Vanessa Hudgens, do you see her? Oh, yeah. man, she buried herself. And you're like, oh, my God, whatever. Like, oh, my God, Vanessa, first of all, nobody cares. And secondly, there's, like, 130,000 people live watching you talk. Like, use your brain. <laughs> I don't want to be 1.01% of that. So, so you don't want to write about you don't want to write about the situation that we're in is what you're saying. I think no 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 not at all, not at all. The gang right now, like the content you guys are coming up with across the nation, it's remarkably good, right? Like when we had the strike that one year, Jay, mm-hmm. the content now versus then is like night and day way better. Oh, night and day cuz literally all the content during that one strike was just about the strike. And us traveling. Remember? <laughs> yeah, we didn't really. Oh, yeah, and us traveling. Yeah, we, yeah, we just wrote an article much. every day while we were traveling. That con- We're like, oh, yeah, we'll just say that we had to go on the road to make content. And we did, right? Yeah. But now, like, you guys are doing a phenomenal job. All the different moments, the Smitty moments. Like, I'm watching and I'm reading, and it's like off season mode. So, but when you see, like, you know how when you go on TSN or you go on Sportsnet, you see that they're playing old games? Yeah. Doesn't that just make it worse? Because yeah, I don't it watch it for me. Yeah, I can't, I I can't do that. See, and I it, it gets me excited for when we can get going again. On Saturday night, Sportsnet had Game 5 from the series against the Sharks in 2017. And I was lucky enough to be there and to relive that night. Just It was yeah. so much fun, even though I knew how it was going to end, even though I know Clefbaum was going to tie it up late, even though I knew Deharnay was going to win it in overtime. I still loved it. I was, I was texting with Rick um, from the pint during that game. And we were both fired up, still feeling all the stress from the penalties. It was it was fun, but I also understand both sides of it because doing the live tweets on a game that happened three years ago is weird, but people are enjoying it. Some are like, man, this bums me out. But for me personally, I'm just happy to watch hockey. I'm yeah, it's happy like normality, right? It's like a dose of normal. Any dose of normal I can kind of get right now yeah. is appreciated. And if watching Connor from three years ago is going to give me for that sure. little boost, I think you take it. There'll be time for me to watch it. It'll be in like June. Bagmook, you said it, it was getting you excited for when we return. Do you think that this season, this NHL season, will resume at all? Like, this is maybe a question for the whole group as well, but like, over the past couple of days, I've sort of just, I, I've developed a pessimistic mindset when it comes to it. And especially seeing like the Olympics get moved from this summer. Like I, I just don't see how you can bring a league back until this is completely gone, or at least there's, you know, an end in sight. And I don't think that's going to happen until the fall. 
Well, I just recapped it. So today, the NHL, today is March, whatever day it is. The NHL just released kind of a Q&A about the pause of the current season. And their answer was, we don't know. So at this point, I'm kind of parked in the, I'm hopeful, but we'll see what happens. It's hard to plan anything for tomorrow when you have no idea what's going to happen three hours from now, let alone what's going to happen months from now. So I'm hopeful, but I also understand why you would be pessimistic about it. I 100% believe that this season is over. The basketball season is over. I am not hopeful that even the NFL season will start. I am in that mind frame because I watch and I read way too much stuff. And um, just it, it, nothing can happen until this thing is gone. Uh, it's just, just, just no, there's no two ways about it. And there's only two ways for this thing to be gone. And they both take a lot of time. And, uh, and I believe that's where we live right now. As, as, as big of a bummer as that might sound, that's just it is a bummer. Yeah, until somebody can show me otherwise, until they can just, until they can <laughs> test the drug in less than 12, 12 months, I just don't see it. Unfortunately, the way I look at it is the only thing I can really control right now is my attitude towards the situation. So I'm just trying to be hopeful and trying to be positive and trying to do what we can to get through the day. Because, like you said, it's fucked up. Everything's fucked up. <laughs> it is. And you know, like we've had a pretty, like it's, I know this last like three months has been pretty bad, but when it comes right down to it, the last like 20 years has been pretty fucking good. Right. Uh, yeah. For like, sure, buddy. Like every generation's had to go through something and this is just our something. And it's just like, you know, and it's really something. And it is something. It's like this, the weirdest something. You never realize that this might be one of the worst something um, when it comes right down to it. But, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I, I'll get to a place I think where I can start watching hockey again, and that's probably a couple weeks. You know, a couple weeks. Just when it, when I, when I, when I realize that this is, a, you know, when I just start stop being in my own head about how much of a bummer this is, um, then I'll start watching hockey. Then I'll probably start watching football. We'll go back to it. We'll fall in love with sports again, and that's kind of what I feel like is going to happen. I feel like there's going to be like the going into this problem this problem and then being on the other side of the problem. And I feel like sports returning, that will be a big sign of normalcy. Yeah. Right. So it'll be like, okay, well maybe we're not going to see hockey until 2021. Right. When we come back and we're all allowed to go into side Rogers place and cheer and wave our towels and shit, everyone will be much more appreciative of shit like that. And we won't take it for granted. And I think that, like, they'll be like, the NFL is back, and the USA is back to business, and here we go. It'll be the thing that comes at the end, though. It won't be something that comes early on in the return to normal. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for players who are, like, you know, maybe we're finally getting that chance and finally becoming what they always wanted to become and, like, you know, peak of their career. Just any player that was playing that, wasn't on the downslide of their career. Like a year is going to kill a year is going to be awful for everybody. Like, well, and I remember this, I remember this from 2006 because I was at the last game, game six against the Detroit Red Wings was the last game that uh, Steve Eisman played. And it was kind of like one of those things, like how many good players in all sports really hear those are going to, are going to have the their career ended. Yeah, I mean, even look at a guy like Alex Ovechkin, right? And we talked about his race to catch Wayne Gretzky. He's now lost a season and a half due to lockouts. 
and another chunk of hockey here due to this virus. Like, I mean, that guy could have potted, if you count his rookie season, the half season, he could have another 80 goals in that span. Um, all right. Anyone got any this other... This segment uh, brought to you by one age bag of Doritos. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. I'm look at... Who was that? That wasn't me. That was a crunching bag, wasn't it? Wasn't me, man. Honestly, God. <laughs> bag milk. What are you doing, you fuck? No, I'm not good, doing I anything. Was, I think he ate a good old bar or chocolate bar. Aha! Uh-huh. It's your M truck playing with an eight ball. <laughs> it's a brown like, baseball. Wasn't me, man. Honestly, God. I'm sitting here with a can. I don't even have any chips. <laughs> Look at, look at, look at, no tip, no tip. All I know is I'm getting ready for cocktail o'clock. Yeah, uh, you know I what know. I like. What I like about this though is like, I was in a pretty bummer mood this morning, <laughs> like just in general. And this has been like, this is kind, this is why the Google Hang with your friends. Like, if you and your friends are out and you want to have a Google Hang, do it. I'm telling you, it lifts spirits. Yeah. It's just, it's huge. Like, yeah, I wanted to just sit in my desk and do paperwork, but this is. Much, much, much better. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, we... We, we don't have to stop in 45 minutes, man. We got all the time in the world. We can have an eight-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> we about this, by Jappa. We talked about this on one of the last episodes where it's just a little touch of being normal. No, we're not in the studio with each other, but it's fun to just fucking look at you guys and just see what's going on. And <laughs> Who is making weird. noise? Honest to fuck. Who is it? Is it you, Jay? Are you fucking directing I'm it and sitting in noise. my bed I've, done, I've got nothing <laughs> who's got tinfoil and what was that explosion i'm chewing on it that was absurd it's i've got nothing it's going uh, crazy Chalmers up here. kids have like burnt down the kitchen yeah, why do you have long... a microphone and you sound the worst of everything <laughs> so he'll yeah. what the fuck so, so he'll actually sound better on the podcast <laughs> i said the same thing last week Wanye, it sounds like he's talking into a potato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wait till you go amazing. back and listen. I'm the only yeah. one that has clear audio, and the rest of you guys sound like you're talking through like a rotary phone. But yeah, um, I, I sound I sounded like your Remchuk sounds right now. Yeah. Your Remchuk, is there any value to you going back, like getting all the equipment out of the podcast studio and taking it to your house? Do you I, have more capabilities? I have it all. You have the computer and shit? Oh no, I don't. The computer, no, and that sucks because my laptop keeps running out of memory, which is why. Well, we why have to don't wrap. you go get the desktop? I didn't think I could just like pack up the desktop, and there's a lot of wires that uh, our engineer had like, you know, kind of screwed in and all that, like stuff I can't really pull out that easy. It works fine on the laptop. It just takes me one a little bit longer to edit, and if we go more than an hour five, my Adobe Audition decides to just like <laughs> shut down. <laughs> Well, I don't think any of those cables and shit you need to take take the desktop home. The just desktop, move it, move it like the way my friends used to move stuff, where they would just straight up leave the cords all plugged in and just like wrap everything around. Oh, yeah, yeah, keep it tight. But but the computing power, your am check of that desktop. You, you you could have like an easier time of it at home if you want. I'm trying to think how I would move it because I would need to move a monitor too, right? Yeah, you just come get the <laughs> the desktop unit and the two monitors. Yeah. And the keyboard, and the power supply, and the room. No, you don't need the room. You just need the computer. <laughs> yeah. just pulling down the snappers in the room. Drop off the uh, espresso machine for me here. <laughs> I want to master oh. making uh, the uh, olive leaf or whatever. That's that's my. I want to learn how to make espresso coffee and designs in your lattes. That's the skill I want to adapt. I was reading a bunch of websites of like other cities because I wanted to see what they were saying about what was happening directly. 
and I was reading this Kazakhstani website where you could go do Google Translate, and they found this family living in like the Urals of Kazakhstan that had had their utilities in their apartment shut off because of a dispute with the local utility. And when the neighbors broke their door down two years later, there was over 700 giant jugs of their pee. What? And these you people send me had, that. And these people had been living with like four years of their pee or some crazy thing. And then in one room, they'd piled rotten clothing 10 feet high. And I was like, you know what? For people like that, this is probably a godsend because they don't look crazy not leaving their house. Silver lining. Do you know what I'm going to do? I just realized that Keep all your pee in jugs and make a big pile of rotten clothing? No. I was just looking around. I don't have enough jugs. No, me neither. I've got to do a clothing purge for the Peloton as part of my arrangement. So I will start my pile. boy. What you got to do is dose it in pee, see? And that's how it rots. I've got 12,000 pictures on this computer and not one of them is in the same folder as one that should be with it. Um, they are very out of control. And I am going to, I bought this little this little unit here. It's going to store them all and keep them safe. And uh, so that's going to take like three weeks at least. That's what I'm going to do for the next three weeks. I watched this documentary on Crave and it, Tom Hanks made it. It was about typewriters. You dig? Yeah. And they were interviewing John Mayer, and John Mayer writes all of his songs on typewriters. And I was like, man, that's so funny. John Mayer's such a loser. But he made a lot of sense. He's like, you save all this shit on your phone, and you save all this shit on your computer, or you save it on an external drive. But, like, when's the last time you went back and saw your old digital photos from an old computer? When's the last time you went to your BlackBerry and actually looked at your photos from that era? He's like... I type out my lyrics. So I had like proof I did it. He's like, all my old albums are just on a hard drive somewhere. I don't even know where the computer is. Weird, eh? That it's is weird. weird. I like all these photos, them. everything you save on your phone and stuff. Like, I've got probably six old phones. I don't know how to get those photos off of there. Yeah, but you should have proactively been putting them onto a laptop or like. Well, Chalmers, I also probably should have had a pandemic plan, but I didn't, <laughs> did I? You, <laughs> like, I mean, at the end of the day, you can only plan for so much. Like two months ago, when you told me to go get stuff, you should have been doing it. <laughs> well, I've got time now to consolidate and figure out how to turn on all my old phones and get all the pictures off. Maybe that's what I'm saying. See, it's a, it's a good idea. But then you got to have an old computer to be able to hook your BlackBerry up to because I don't think it was a USB. No, it was that fat one. It was that like. And then you got to have the old power supply. You got to have an old MacBook to be able to hook up to your shit. It was a USB, but do you remember that you needed the program, the BlackBerry program? Uh, And I highly doubt you can find that program (laughs) anymore. Oh, I can find that. No problem. (laughs) I'm on the dark web. Play some Brick Breaker. Ooh. Breaker, yes, Nate. Oh, in a minute. Classic. You know what I was thinking the other day would be a good thing to get is an emulator for your phone that emulates old phone games. Snake. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to play Snake. I'd love to play Brick Breaker. I'm sure you can find them. Do you remember when Brick Breaker ruled our lives, Jake? Oh, it was. It ruled everyone in our group's life. Like, if you couldn't get into the infinite game space. <laughs> Yeah, all you, you, were, was, you, you were a loser. garbage. You're you human to, garbage. You had to beat both levels twice, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you would just and like beat beat the game twice through, and then it would be just infinite. You couldn't die, right? Well, do you remember you, when you, you would be you would be through like the because if you went to the second loop, it got much harder. But then after that, it just kind of went back to normal, and you would yeah. have accumulated so many lives that yeah. it's like impossible to die. Like I remember our one buddy to preserve his game. 
he reinforced his battery. Yeah, I was going to so, say, do you remember that? He taped it on and then it he died. Taped he it threw on. it through the wall, remember? Yeah. <laughs> he taped his uh, battery on uh, so it couldn't die. Then it died. Uh, then he uh, threw his uh, phone right through the wall. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it, right? It's that's how you, you care about Brick Breaker. I would spend days just getting ready to play Brick Breaker because it took so long for the real game to start of Infinite Live. It's an emotional sport. <laughs> so you remember when what? Clash of Clans ruled our lives? Oh, somebody's still when planning. I would, I would wake the, up in the middle of the night, Chalmers. I would set alarms to wake up in the middle of the night to start upgrading something new and then go back to bed having felt like I'd done God's work. If Clash of Clans is smart, if they want to get me back, <laughs> they would have to reduce the amount of time it takes for shit. No, because the beginning of those games, this is the problem with games like that. And even like real life to some degree, it's really exciting when you're upgrading and all sorts of shit is happening. But yeah. then you reach a point where to make level eight walls is like 400 elixir. And you're like, what the thousand elixir? Yeah, it's like, disheartening. You say, yeah. I don't want to do it. Cause it's like, A, I don't care about wall. Yeah. But like, you, but you need, need wall. But you but need Sin it. But SimCity is like that too. When you first start playing SimCity on your phone, that ruled my life for two years. It's the same thing. There's like a, there's like a fun curve to it where you, it gets to the point where there's nothing really to do. Remember when we would like go warring in clans and all of a sudden you could never win anything ever and donating was no longer a point? Yeah. Yeah. You know what this brings this reminds me of something. So one of remember how you guys made fun of me for Pokemon Go the other day? Yeah. Or like two podcasts ago? <laughs> yeah, do you want me to start again? Buddy. <laughs> me and my boys now, we get out of the house just to go play Pokemon Go. And we drove to a poke like a, a gym. And now I'm not gonna try to explain to you what this means, but there's other Pokemon Go players in that gym and I put my guy in oh there and then what I was going to do is feed the other guys berries to keep their lives up. Guess what did you just say? Fully, what what did about you just fully say? unwrapped bananas? Would you feed them Guess that? Who one of the guys <laughs> did, you say, hold on, the hold on. did you say you were going to feed somebody berries to keep them alive? Yes. Oh my god. And guess who the person was that I fed a berry to? Mike Smith. The no wait, nation, let me guess. The let me guess. Nation, Ron Jeremy. Uh, no, the, what? no, the nation Dan. <laughs> and so... I immediately took a picture of it. I immediately texted it to the nation dad. I said, is this you? And he said, ha ha, yes. And of course, just like me, he said that he has a, uh, somebody who he plays it with. Oh, <laughs> when, yeah. When, you uh, know, when truly we're both just the You're essential person. Yeah, the buffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, that was fun. And it was way on Capilano. You know what it was? It was the sportscast. Have you ever seen the sportscaster mural in Capilano? You got all the way to Capilano? Holy shit. That's the inside <laughs> no, of the for me. God. It work. It is. It is. I was you gas is a cent. Jesus. Maybe yeah. I'll get back to uh, Pokemon Go since I'm doing such lar- sizable walks these days. Bag milk. And you know what you do? You, you go to the ones that are on the street, but like you can't park in front of them. Cause not many, but on the street, not many people walk on. Your Pokemon will be in there for days. You'll rack up so much dough, bro. <laughs> Don't forget the berries, bag milk. Don't forget the berries. <laughs> Eat the berries. Mm-hmm. Well, we social distancing, that, uh... Chalmers. I come to your house and fight you. <laughs> what we've learned is that Chalmers is basically the Mother Teresa of Pokemon Go in the east side of the city right now. You got to feed berries, man. <laughs> That's how you make right. your money. You're only as strong as your weakest link in that gym. Your M- your M- you know what would be a berries. funny thing to do? It'd be funny to open up a five-person podcast that goes 24 hours a day, and you have to wait until people want to drop off, and then new people can come into the chat, <laughs> but there's only five people allowed. We'd all be just, just an open chat. But it's an open like, chat. Oh. People can listen. If you're like, hey, this is boring. I'm fucking leaving. 
somebody could be like lined up to go. You could broadcast 24 hours a day. You could. You ever see that episode of Simpsons where they ordered television turned off? Did you ever see that one? No. And Krusty goes to the UHF emergency alert station in the middle of the desert and starts broadcasting 24 hours a day from like a nuclear fallout shed. Oh, yes, I remember. And he's the only thing on the air. So he has 100% of the market share. But he has like Mr. Mop as one of his characters and shit like that. There's an opportunity (laughs) here to do that type of shit, right? Where you're like, we've been podcasting for four weeks straight. 24-7 podcast. Where'd you get the diamonds bag, Milk? Oh, you know, I'm right. just uh, I'm jazzing it up. Lossy. Oh, wow. Oh. So, hey, w- one thing we talked about last week was uh, watching a movie as a crew. Is this something we want to do? Yeah, we should. Which one? Well, we'll put it to a vote. Put yeah. it out on the socials? Oh. Yeah, put it on the socials. Let's watch a movie. Look at me, motherfuckers. Right. Maybe that's something we'll get into doing? more on Thursday. Can you see me? <laughs> You're a cow. You're a cow. Yeah, fucking right. So I'm a cow. Oh, my mouth be, moves when I talk. I'm gonna be a mouth. Oh, jeez, we can do this all day. Jesus do you want to go your M check, or do you want to? Am I getting a sense you're trying to wrap this shit up? Yeah, because I'm. I don't know how much longer. I'm already getting the thing popping up on my screen. I think I can show it to you. Actually, do you want to? Go- do you want to do a second half of this one and talk for another 45 minutes, everybody? <laughs> Um, I'm fine. I don't. I, no, this I've is why we're doing two a week now. This is why we're doing two weeks. We no, don't we're run out of day, I might be busy again. I got time right now if you want to do another half. I kind of have another have job. Oh, it even moves my eye, my octopus eyebrows. Look at that. What? What is this? Oh. How do you do this? MySpace? So everyone should be an emoji, <laughs> and then we should video this, and that way we can show your government faces. Until it yeah, glitches. I'm an octopi. Yeah, mine's all of a sudden. Active. You're plural. You're plural octopus. That's right. Wow. Chalmers doesn't work. Okay. I feel like this podcast is turning into a Google Hangout right now. So, what's what's on tap here? Says the cow. <laughs> well, we're almost uh, at an hour fifteen minutes. So yeah, your rem check's wrapping it up. That's what's on deck. Well, one thing I want to plug, and I know it's not time to be commercial, but Nation Beer is about to come back, and I'm personally going to be delivering it this weekend. So Hell yeah. There. Um, well, I let me know when that drops so I can see at my house. Yeah. What do you uh, mean yeah, you're so delivering it? We're offering free delivery. Oh. Kind of nice. So, yeah. Aren't you it's supposed to stay in your house? Uh, Well, you are and you aren't. So if you practice safe protocols, <laughs> no, I think you are. I, I think you I are. You are. are you? As long as you disinfect everything, because I, I ordered some beer yesterday, got delivered. It was all kind of wiped down. Came in a bag with like isopropyl alcohol and all that stuff. So it was super dis. It was dropped on my um, on my uh, deck and picked it up. I washed my hands immediately after, just to be super safe, and then enjoyed a delicious stout on my walk yesterday. It's so funny watching this from a cow. What are we doing? That's all ridiculous. What are we doing? Um, doing? Uh, Before we go, we do need to give uh, some love to Jappa. Obviously, we they are our our title sponsor, our our big sponsor. So we need to give them some love. I think they adjusted their store hours, but they're still out there uh, doing the good stuff, fighting the good fight over at Jappa. Check them out on their socials, Jappa Machinery, and online. As well, they got links in uh, in on the, in their Instagram bio and their Twitter bio as well. So shout out to Jappa. Got to keep giving love to Jappa because they are the reason we're still crushing out a podcast now twice a week. 
They are open from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday to Friday. And uh, they are not accepting drop-in sales calls or unscheduled visits at this time just to be safe. All right, guys, thanks for doing this. As always, this was a fun podcast. Um, I enjoyed you guys as animals. Chalmers is a comic book. It's, uh... <laughs> oh, wow. Like That's that. so cool. Well, proper song selection. <laughs> Fucking cool. right. All right, guys. This was fun, boys. Thanks. All right. Yeah, see later, you guys. boys. See you later. See you guys Anyone on Thursday. who listened to this, we love you. We love you. We love you. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.